Evening Edition is brought to you this week by OnePager, helping you build a beautiful single-page website for your small business. OnePager offers an easy-to-use website builder, integrating everything your business needs and nothing more. The one-page design gives your visitors the information they need about your business as quickly as possible. It's search engine optimized, mobile-friendly, and their selection of beautiful themes means your site will look like it was done by a pro. Pay nothing until you're happy with your website, then paid plans begin at just $8 per month. To get started, visit onepagerapp.com evening. Welcome to Evening Edition for Monday, July 15th. Here are some of today's headlines. Protesters across the United States are reacting with outrage and prayer in the wake of George Zimmerman's acquittal. The U.S. is warning the Egyptian military to stop cracking down on Islamist protesters, even as Egyptian prosecutors freeze the assets of top Muslim Brotherhood leaders. Yesterday capped another deadly weekend in Iraq, where more than 760 people have been killed since June. Syrian journalists living abroad are hoping to use old-school techniques to bring unbiased news to the people. And Russian President Vladimir Putin says he wants whistleblower Edward Snowden to leave the Moscow airport. Protesters in Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, and other cities reacted angrily yesterday to the verdict in the George Zimmerman trial, decrying what they see as racism in the justice system. A six-woman jury found Zimmerman not guilty on charges of second-degree murder and manslaughter in the shooting death of 17-year-old Trayvon Martin. Prosecutors had argued that Zimmerman was a vigilante, a wannabe cop who targeted Martin because he's black. But some legal experts say a murder charge overreached the evidence, and the jury had no choice but to acquit. Lawyers for Martin's family said the couple is considering filing a wrongful death civil suit against Zimmerman and the Justice Department will continue its investigation, possibly charging Zimmerman with criminal civil rights violations. The United States is warning Egypt's transitional government that Egypt will jeopardize its second chance at democracy if the military continues to crack down on Islamist protesters. Deputy Secretary of State William Burns didn't mention the Muslim Brotherhood by name, but he said, quote, If representatives of some of the largest parties in Egypt are detained or excluded— how are dialogue and participation possible? End quote. Ousted President Mohamed Morsi is still being detained incommunicado, and public prosecutors have ordered the arrest of Muslim Brotherhood leaders and have frozen 14 of their bank accounts. The Egyptian military removed Morsi from power earlier this month, after weeks of protests. His supporters have been rallying, demanding he be reinstated ever since. In Iraq, the past few months have been the deadliest the country has seen in 30 years. The Interior Ministry estimated more than 760 people have lost their lives since June. And yesterday was no exception. A series of explosions killed at least 40 people and injured many more. Photographs of cafes and marketplaces where bombs ripped apart walls and bodies showed only piles of debris and blood. Last week, a suicide bomber in northern Iraq took out 30 people as they were breaking their fast for the first Friday of Ramadan. So far, no group has claimed responsibility for these attacks. As the Syrian civil war continues to tear the country apart, journalists are fleeing or facing death. Web access is practically non-existent, and foreign media is blocked. As a result, the only news for many on the ground is controlled by the state. 
But now, Syrian journalists abroad are hoping to use pirate radio to reach the masses. Radio Rosanna is a two-hour Arabic-language program that brings news, commentary, and interviews to Syrians via satellite radio. In English, Rosanna means the window that lets the light in. It's a modest operation, funded by the French government and broadcast out of an apartment in Paris. And while the challenges are many, Rosanna plans to install transmitters in countries surrounding Syria, so they can beam in FM waves from afar. And the journalists hope they'll be able to pull out more stories from citizen reporters on the ground. And finally, former defense contractor Edward Snowden is still camped out at a Moscow airport, where he's been for the last three weeks. Even though several Latin American countries have hinted that they'd grant Snowden asylum, he can't leave because his U.S. passport has been revoked. The U.S. has asked that no country harbor Snowden. Snowden has said that he'll apply for asylum in Russia, even though the condition there is that he'd have to stop leaking documents. But today, President Vladimir Putin suggested that the harboring of an American fugitive would not be worth the diplomatic hassle. Putin has said that he hopes Snowden leaves Russia, adding, quote, As soon as he has the chance, he may move somewhere, and I hope he will do it. Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's Editor-in-Chief. Our team of writers includes Caitlin Esch, Julia Holloman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendonza, and Celine Muzan. Go to muleradio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at evening-edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff. And I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us. 